Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, board certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey guys. Hey, hey. It's another Sunday night. This is your host of the Brain Love Podcast, Dr. Delvina Thomas, a board-certified psychiatrist in South Florida. And tonight is a different episode, as is every Sunday night. You guys know every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, I come to you and bring you mental health and wellness and As you should have discovered during these last over two years, everything is mental health and wellness. Tonight I'm broadcasting to you from the island of Zanzibar. People have lived in Zanzibar for 20,000 years. And history properly starts when the islands became a base for traders voyaging between the African Great Lakes, the Somali Peninsula, the Arabian Peninsula, Iran, and and the Indian subcontinent. So Zanzibar is one of these places that is so far that people, it hasn't piqued the interest of people, but with social media and all these things showing folks going back and forth to Zanzibar, it is now becoming a desired vacation place. I've been here a couple of times and am proud to say that I will become a citizen of Zanzibar at some point. Yeah, of Tanzania, I should say. But um, anyhow... Zanzibar is on the east coast of Africa. It's on the Indian Ocean, and it has such a long history, a history that includes the Amani Empire, the East African slave trade, uh, you know, Europeans in this part of Africa, the United States embassy bombings over there on the east coast, you know. So Zanzibar is a part of Tanzania, but it's sort of not. It's an island off the mainland, but they basically have their independence. So there's a long history here, and um, I just wanted to briefly talk about it because I've been here um, since the Thanksgiving holiday, and I just want to share what I know, including I met a, a, a gentleman the other day who is from the country of Amani, which I've never heard of until this visit. This is why I like traveling the world, because you learn so many different things. You learn so much stuff. You'll learn that Omanis, like I did, and Yemenis settled in what became Zanzibar City, which is now known as Stonetown. It's a convenient point from which everyone was able to trade with the towns on the Swahili coast. They established garrisons on the islands, and they built the first mosque in the African Great Lakes region. There was an age of exploration, a Portuguese empire. Uh, The Portuguese were the first European power to gain control of Zanzibar, and they maintained that control for two centuries, for over 200 years. And so um, in 1698, Zanzibar fell under the control of the Sultanate of Amman. They developed an economy of trade and cash crops. And so basically, long story short, Zanzibar has has had a lot of hands in their, their government and in that island, period. Um, Indians, Arabians, people from the Middle East, and those folks are still there today. Their plantations were developed to grow spices. Their plantations were developed to grow spices, and so we call it Spice Island. 
So the first time I went over to Zanzibar, I was able to kind of learn about Spice Island. It's also used for the Dutch colony um, Malukas, which is now part of Indonesia, which I was in in August. I loved Indonesia. But another major trade in um, Zanzibar was ivory. So they would kill elephants and take their tusk, of course. Um, and besides those other things and those uh, trades and cash crops, you know, like the spices and the ivory, the third pillar of economy was slavery. Slavery gave Zanzibar a very important, a very important place in the Indian Ocean slave trade. The Indian Ocean equivalent is better known as the triangular trade. I bet you guys didn't know about that. We all know about uh, the slave trade on the west coast of Africa, but on the east coast there was slavery as well. I went to South Africa in 2019, 2020, and I learned about the slavery in Cape Town, and now I'm learning about the slave trade in Zanzibar, which is also in the Indian Ocean. The Omani Sultan of, of Zanzibar controlled a substantial portion of the African Great Lakes um, and extensively the inland trading routes for slaves. So uh, before I get into this interview with the young man I met who's from Omani, I just want to talk a little bit about um, slavery in, in Zanzibar and just a little bit about Zanzibar. And this young man, he's 28, who you'll hear me interview. He has opened a coffee house there in Zanzibar, and the coffee bar is doing doing really well. Um, I'm proud of such a young man where everyone told him he couldn't do it, and he and his three partners have been doing it. So in 1698, Zanzibar fell under the control of the Sultan of Oman. And this gentleman, as I told you, is from Omani. I believe that's the same place. It's in the Middle East. So, um, you know, people would come back and forth to Zanzibar bringing many things Things like iron, clothing, sugar, and dates. And, of course, we know that seasoning spices have always been um, of high value. So the Arabs, they established garrisons in Zanzibar. And um, they were a big part or have been a big part of the history there in Zanzibar. They developed clove plantations. They used the island slave labor to help with those things. Um, and so, you know, there were certain leaders who took over in Zanzibar. Um, and eventually in 1861, Zanzibar and Oman were divided into two separate principa principalities. Um, and so, you know, people have always said that Zanzibar is outwardly a beautiful place. I want to quote one of the British explorers and how he describes Zanzibar, which there's also a description that contradicts the beauty that this guy describes. So the British explorer Richard Francis Burton described Zanzibar in 1856 as, quote, earth, sea, and sky all seemed wrapped in a soft and sensuous repose. The sea of purest sapphire, which had not parted with its blue rays to the atmosphere, lay looking under a blaze of sunshine which touched, which touched every object with a dull burnish of gold, close quote. But then there were also those people who would get closer and describe that Stone Town, which is where they kept the slaves, was extremely foul-smelling. It reeked of human and animal excrement, garbage and rotting corpse. Sewage and bodies of animals and slaves are all left out in the open to rot. 
the stench arising from a mile and a half or two square miles of exposed sea beach, which is the general depository of the fifth of the town, is quite horrible, wrote Dr. David Livingston in his Stone Town Journal in 1866. It might be called Stinkabar rather than Zanzibar. So there was a pervasive foul odor of Stone Town. Many people said it was described as a city full of slaves on the brink of starvation in a place where cholera, malaria, and venereal diseases all flourished. So get this, every year about forty to 50,000 slaves were taken to Zanzibar. About a third went to work on clove and coconut plantations of Zanzibar and Pemba, while the rest were exported, exported to Persia, Arabia, the Ottoman Empire, and Egypt. They had harsh conditions on the plantations, like a lot of slavery uh, places that enslave folks. About 30% of the, of the male slaves died every year. That's a third. One in three men were dying. So that upped the demand for more slaves. And the Amani Arabs who had ruled Zanzibar had, in the words of the American diplomat Donald Peterson, a, quote, culture of violence, close quote, where brute force was a preferred solution to problems and outlandish cruelty was a virtue. So Zanzibar has a long history. I uh, visited the slave houses, uh, Prison Island, which is where they kept the slaves until they went through the door of no return, um, you know, similar to Ghana. And um, I just learned so much about the history of this visit than I did the last visit. Zanzibar is famous worldwide for spices and slaves. That's its claim to fame. During the 19th century, which was the 1800s, Zanzibar was known all over the world as, quote, a fabled land of spices, a vile center of slavery, a place of origins of expeditions into the vast, mysterious continent. The island was all these things during during its heyday in the last half of the 19th century. So, hopefully you're ready to hear from my guest, Nabil. He lives in Zanzibar. As I said, he's from Omani. Um, and so, this is, you know, just a, a story about overcoming and remaining steadfast to get what you want. Because you can get past, you can get beyond the negativity, the naysayers, as long as you believe in your project and the things that you wish to do. Um, so sorry, I don't have an hour-long episode for you guys as I do on most Sundays, but as I stated, I am vacationing and learning the history of Zanzibar, so I thought I would just bring you this little bit. As you know, I like to share in my travels with you. I like to take you with me. Um, and by the way, the Brain Love Podcast is listened to in at least 23 countries, um, the top five countries have been, of course, the United States, as well as Ghana, Canada, India, and the United Kingdom. I don't know where the United Kingdom came from, but I'm happy for it. That's cool. I like to spread brain love because, you know, we talk a lot about um, black mental health, BIPOC mental health on this podcast. My podcast has been shared in the top 5% most shared globally. I gotta get a It's in the top five percent of most shared podcasts globally. I'm so proud and I'm so grateful to all of you for coming back each week or whenever, however, however frequently you come on to listen to me. I'm so grateful for you, um, for your listenership and for the support. Remember, tell a friend, tell another friend, tell folks to subscribe. 
and uh, be a part of the Brain Love Movement. I have some exciting things coming up soon, but I'll talk about those things next Sunday night on the next episode. Uh, The thing that I would like to share with you guys is that um, we have a couple of events this month. We have Networking with the Mental Health Twist on December 15th at Smash House, and on December 23rd, Candace Haynes and I are back with comedy as therapy. You may not understand what I'm saying or you may not know about these things if you don't follow me on social media. So follow me today on Instagram and on Facebook. I'm Dr. Delvina. The doctor is abbreviated as DR, Delvina, D as in Delta, E-L, V as in Victor, E-N-A, on Facebook and Instagram. Follow me there and you will learn about all of the things that are coming up. And if you would like to... Add your email to my podcast list so you don't have to miss events and hear about things that are happening. Please text your email address to the following number. Where is it? It is 305. I have it for you. I have it for you guys. One second. 305. Where is this number? I'm so sorry. It's a new number. It's 305-676-8686. So text your email to 305-676-8686. 305-676-8686. And you'll hear, you'll hear about all the fun, exciting things that we have going up. Coming up, sorry, with um, our mental health events. I love you guys. So join me on the couch with Nabil. Are you ready to take the couch? Jambo. Jambo. So, hi, how are you this morning? I'm good, and you? I'm well, thank you. What's your name? I'm Nabil. Nabil? Yes. How do you spell that? Uh, N-A-B-I-L. I was guessing that. So <laughs> that's Swahili? Yeah, it's Arabic name. Arab. Okay. Are you Arabic? Yeah, I'm related with uh, Omani. You're Sagan? Omani. Omani? Yes. What's Omani? Omani is uh, a country from Arabic country. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. It's in the Middle East? Yes. Yeah? What's, what does it border? Uh, not in Africa. Yeah? It uh, borders with uh, Dubai and other countries. Okay. Yeah. So it's in the Middle East? Yes. Middle okay. East. Oh my gosh. I never heard of Omani. You will check on the Google. You will find I will. It. O-M-A-N-I? Is that how it's spelled? O-M-A-N. Oman. Oman, not Omani. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, guys, I'm in this coffee shop in Zanzibar that's very cute. Thank you. Um, yeah, you did a really good job. Thank so, Nadil. Nabil. Nabil. N-A-B? N-A-B-I-L. Nabil. I said Nadil. Nabil opened this coffee shop. And in Zanzibar, it's kind of, so I asked him, was it hard to open it? because um, the, you don't see a standalone coffee shop. So I was surprised when I walked by. It's near the hotel where I'm staying. So has it been difficult? Yeah, actually, as I said, uh, it is 50-50 because it's not easy to open a coffee shop in Zanzibar because most of the people who have the coffee shop, it is inside the restaurant. It's quite hard to find a, 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 I mean, a coffee shop as a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Because uh, when you start, you might find people say to want to walk because it's only a coffee shop, you don't sell food, things like that. So even to find a nice location also is something very hard. 
So we have a luck to, to get a nice spot that we get to access that we catch guests from one side to another. So it won't easy because I find a lot of people that, boy, don't open it because you'll stress yourself. But what we tell them, the idea we have is something different. And we are trying to bring people together because this thing has been missing in Zanzibar. As you find us, we are unique in Stone Town and everywhere in Zanzibar. That's why we get a lot of people now, they're interested with us. They want us to open more branch in different location. But we are doing great until now, we're still doing good. We are happy what we are doing now. Wow, congratulations. I'm glad it's working for you. So it sounds like you didn't listen to the naysayers, to the people telling you you couldn't do it. You believed in your vision and your project and you moved forward with it. Exactly, because people, they don't see what you have inside you. They just see on the world what is missing, but they wish sometimes to do by themselves because they don't... In here, it's much hard to find people support on your, on your idea. Until it works, they are coming, okay, boy, you did it. This is nice. Oh, so why you were stopping me to do that? If it's, you see something is nice and different. Why, why do you think people do that? Why do people tell us, no, you can't do it, and try to discourage you as opposed to encouraging you and saying, it's going to be a challenge, but I believe in you. I think you can do it. And if it doesn't work out, oh, well, it would, it would, it'll be a good learning lesson. Why do you think people do that? You know, one thing is what I realized. Most of the things which is uh, wow and nice in Zanzibar, they're expecting to do it by uh, rich people. Not only anyone can do it. They don't put that on their mind. But also matter of the age, if they see you are still a young boy, so they also... See, like uh, you don't have a match, you didn't see much in the world, but don't, I mean, don't judge a book from outside because you don't know what the boy inside he has, uh, what the uh, idea uh. he wants to do it. How old are you, Nabil? Uh, I'm 28. Oh my gosh, you are young. Yes, I am. Are you single? No, I'm married. Okay, ladies, never mind. I was asking for my single lady listeners to see. Are you wearing a wedding? You're not wearing a wedding? Where's, you don't wear a wedding band, huh? A Muslim is not a reason to wear a ring. Okay, so he's Muslim too. Zanzibar is a big Muslim island, a big Mus uh, Muslim population here, yes? Yeah, it's true. They are like 99%, but now it's going a little bit down, but we are 99% Muslim in Zanzibar. But now most of the foreigner and the other people are joining Zanzibar. So the number a bit changed. Yeah, I'm non-denominational. However, um, yeah, so I will, I will uh, counter that Muslim, that n Muslim population just a tad bit living here. I'm, I'll be living here soon. I'll Please. be a, a citizen at some point very soon. Please welcome in Zanzibar. And uh, one thing here, the cafe is group of four people. So there are three missing here. Oh. Uh, yeah, our two owners are living in Emirat, uh, and we are two here. Okay. Me and my colleague, his name is Abdul Shakur, he's not around now, but gotcha. he'll be. I love it. You, you guys got together and said, let's do this together, because there's, there's power in numbers. Exactly. We, we have to learn that, that we can do more together versus, you know, 
maybe you wanted to open a coffee shop the other guy wanted to do something else or wanted to open a coffee shop too and he's like i'm going to open one on the other street you know why have the competition when you can come together and do it together (laughs) that is very nice idea because when you share the idea you might have small i have small and others they have it so when we combine it together we find something big and huge as you see us now, people say, you are unique guys from the designing inside. If you check it inside, it's something very, very different. You might not find in Zanzibar because the way we're designing ourselves. Because there are now those people who ignore us now, they are coming with their idea to our cafe. Okay, if you do this, will be nice. If you do this, that's okay. We appreciate and... We really want to do what you want, but I don't know if it's going to work because it is your idea, not our idea. Because on our idea is not finished yet. We have much and long way to go. We don't want to stop here. So, guys, just wait and see what we have. Okay, like he just dropped some gems, guys. He told you, don't, don't be discouraged. Don't allow naysayers to uh, interrupt your process. He also showed us that there's strength in numbers. And don't stop. Once you achieve a goal, you don't have to stop there. Success continues to happen as long as you continue to put in the work and have a vision. So the third gem he dropped was keep going and make it better, bigger, better and bigger. Keep going. Don't stop. I like those. Thank you so much. So what I have, I mean, uh, I can just tell people, please come and uh, have us because we have a lot of things inside here. It's a nice place to sit, do your work, because it's a workplace also. Yeah, I'm on the Wi-Fi right now, by the way. (laughs) We're doing this interview on their Wi-Fi. Also, we have a nice book that you can spend time reading your book. Because uh, as you you see us now, the target is just on one side until now. And our target was two sides, the local and the tourists. But the local are still sleeping because they don't know what we have. And they are still fear because when they look from outside, they say, oh, this is a nice place. This might be expensive, mm-hmm. but it's affordable. Come inside, guys. It's very affordable. I came in and had jasmine tea. And my barista, what's your name, sir? Adhaji. Say his name for me. Alhaj. Adhaj. The barista was very polite, was very nice. He made a nice jasmine tea. And they steep it. They actually put the leaves in uh, the filter on top of uh, the teapot, and they pour hot water so it's steeped. So you're not getting a bag of tea. You're getting leaves, huh? Yeah, exactly. And it's not just tea. It's coffee, cappuccino. So when you come to Zanzibar, which I know a lot of you like to follow what I do, I go somewhere, you're like, oh, I'm going to go next year. So I know some of you will be coming to Zanzibar. Come here. It's next to the Mara Mara Hotel. And behind the old fort, yes. So I'm in an area that's in, um, there's a stone wall that surrounds the area where this is located. We're in Stone, Stone Stone Town. Town. We're in Stone Town right now. And, you know, I'm not, there's a lot of Arabic Arabic people here. Look, this, um, you have the book by Khalid Hassani, Hassani, who's from the Middle East. Um, it's called And the Mountains Echoed. And so I saw it. He's the same guy who wrote Kite Runner, I believe is the name of his first book, The Kite Runner. Um, And then so Sheikh Mohammed, Life and Times. Sheikh, what is it? Sheikh Mohammed. Okay, sorry about that mispronunciation. 
Um, so what is this? Who is the this? The chef from uh, Emirat. This is the, uh, the other partner? No, the chef from Emirat. Oh, from Emirates? Yes, the chef. Oh my gosh. Because their partner, they're from uh, Emirat, so they bring also something from Emirat. This book is from Emirat, so when they see it, they love it. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's awesome. They have several books in here. You can come sit down and read. As I said, they have great Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi here is awesome. Um, they sell their espresso cups as well. It's a cute place. It's very, very clean. Um, I had date cake, and I tried their coconut cake, which is something new. What they do is they, they make it, and they let you try it so they know if you like it or not. And they have fresh juice. Right now, they have a juice that's mango. Tropical. Mango, pineapple with passion. Mango, pineapple with passion. I haven't, I didn't get it yet, but I will. What are the hours here? Uh, the walking hours? Yes. From 7 to 13. 7 to 13? Yes. 7 to 1 p.m.? Yes. Okay. So, guys, they open at 7 a.m., which is kind of unusual because most of the places in Stonetown, are, they're, they're closed. I walked out at 7 o'clock. Yes. Okay. In America, you say 21 hours. 21. Oh, oh, so it's 7 to 2100. Yes. Oh, so they're open, guys, 12 hours, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. So when you come to Zanzibar, please come to the coffee shop. What is the name of the shop? Uh, Carafu Coffee House. Yes, Carafu Coffee House. Carafu Coffee House. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Please All right, say brain love. Sorry? Say brain love. Brain love. Brain love, guys. It's the end of an episode. Thank you guys for joining me on my couch. It's been a pleasure. It's Dr. Delvina. Remember, every day you must have brain love. Balance. You can't have all work and no play, and you can't have all play and no work. Reframe. Reframe your negative thinking. Think positively. Avoid negative people. Inside, everything you need it's inside of you. Look inside yourself. Needs. Know your needs. Your needs come first, not everyone else's. Limitations. Limit your expectations of yourself. Ownership. Own your mistakes. Learn from them and move on. Vengeance is not yours. It's the Lord's. Express yourself. Every day, meaningful communication. Don't go to bed angry. And that's been my show, guys. Brain love. Mm-hmm.